Hey girl, hey, we're back at Quick Tip Tuesday. Today I'm going to talk about how do you avoid the five o'clock cravings and the wine witch. And then because I hear you saying like, I just struggle in the evenings and I was there. So that's what this Quick Tip Tuesday episode is going to help you work through. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over drinking, even when you told yourself you would stop waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3am with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself. You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal. Quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found. And I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Okay, let's dive in. What you want to do when you're craving is a couple of things. Here's some options for you. So I want to keep it super simple and sweet. And just so you know, we dive deep in this in the Stop Drinking Boot Camp. So you're welcome to come in. You can actually go ahead and set this up and start working on this. And then we're going to go deeper and we're going to talk about all the things and help you on a more intimate level. Okay. So first of all, what you need to do is really map out what is your normal daily routine And if you have a very typical Monday through Friday routine and Saturday and Sunday are really, really different, I suggest you do that as well. So do a normal, this is sort of like a a map, so to speak, of what you do every day. What are the patterns that you have on autopilot? So here's what I want you to do. Here's an example of my morning. These are pretty routine, even on the weekends up until school, right? So then it's going to look a little different for me. But wake up, I wake up at 6am, go to the bathroom, go downstairs, I get my coffee, typically take my vitamins, drink a little water, come back up to my bedroom, sit down in my chair for about 10 to 15 minutes and have my quiet time. Then I wake up the kids for school. Then I start getting ready. Now what does getting ready look like? Hmm, do I want to listen to music today? Do I listen to a podcast? How does that affect me sometimes? You know, some mornings I just really feel like instrumental music because I'm super tired and I don't want a lot of stimulation. Sometimes I'm feeling a little perky and there's something maybe from the day before that I really want to listen to. But I, I definitely advise to to kind of slowly wake your process up with your your in, your information coming in. Then though, I want you to map out your entire day. What happens next? You taking the kids to school or your kids grown and gone and you're just diving into work. Do you work from home? You know, every single step. Do you take a break for lunch? When do you get up? When do you sit down? What does it look like? Because we have to get a clear vision of the day so that we can go, oh, this is, this is either the reasons why I'm tired These are the reasons why I'm stressed because maybe I'm not incorporating 
some rest breaks or some self-care, whatever that looks like. And it also gives us a pattern because this is what typically I'm hearing you say. This is where I was. I do good all day. I'm a high performing woman. Remember my women on here, we don't play around. We go to work. We do the things. We take care of the kids. We have activities, but something happens in the afternoon. We get home and there's that shift. There's either that pattern where we're driving to the grocery store or there's a trigger in the evening because of the stress of homework, the stress of cooking dinner. And it might not even be stress. What if it's just like this really conditioned habit that you have, right? What if you know every night, because I actually, I one of my clients, I work with Carrie. She's very open about her testimony. She's been on here before. One of her biggest things was their routine was dinner time, like her kids are grown. It was just her and her husband, but they had a routine to where there was this time about six, six thirty every night where that was like, oh, we pour a glass of wine, we prepare dinner together and we have dinner. Well, that wasn't a stress trigger. That didn't push her into drinking. That was such an ingrained habit. So she had to look at her day, her map of the day and go, ah, so then now's the next phase. What do we do? What can we do instead? Because really right now in the beginning, we want to just get kind of strategic, right? A lot of the work that you and I will do together inside of the boot camp or one-on-one coaching is more embodied. Like we'll work on some deeper stuff. But in the beginning, we got to kind of get some strategies, some systems. We are working from our head a little bit because we got to know, okay, so this is what my day looks like. This is what happens. So what can I do in, instead, right? I advise you create some sort of bucket list, whether you choose to write it on sticky notes and note cards, you put it on your phone. I want you to start building a create a list of action steps. Okay. So what does that look like when this happens in the evenings? Or I'm going to go ahead and change my pattern. Like who says you have to wait? If you know that your trigger is at five o'clock when you roll in the house sideways, the kids are causing you trouble, or maybe the honey has uh, a glass ready. You know, there's you a quick thing. Just ask him not to do that anymore. Right. Or whatever it looks like for you, create some sort of action step. Do you walk the dog? Do you go to a different room in the house? Do you do something different? Um, one of my other clients, she said, you know, it would hit her in the afternoons when the kids would come home or she'd get bring the kids home and this like the backpacks and then the mess and then she was by herself and then her husband was coming home later. So what she created here was she's like, who says I have to bring the backpacks in and handle this on my own? So she just got the kids out of the car, left the backpacks and all the things in the car. They came on in. They had their little afternoon routine. I think that even gave the kids, like when we, when our energy shifts and changes, our family feels it too, right? So then they have a little bit more freedom to work on their versions of coping, okay? So that's helped her. And then later in the evening when her husband gets home, then he helps with the backpacks and then they do it together. And there's some other tweaks that she's done. But she just knew when she did this, this assessment of her day, she learned that this was a huge issue for her. And so she shifted it quickly and it has helped. Okay. So the next phase for you is to create that list, all kinds of options. And if you're like, well, I don't know, like, well, get creative, you know, like move your body, go dance, turn on your favorite music, dance around, do something different because this is all about choice. You are the one that gets to choose to make these changes. Then I want you to take it a little bit further when you're ready is I want you to like, 
assess it a little bit too when you are triggered. So when these triggers happen, what does it feel like in your body? Now, don't judge it. Say, oh, I feel nervous or I feel anxious or I feel stressed. I just want you to just observe. I want you to to take that part of you that is that very observant part that can just look and go, hmm, this is interesting. I am craving a drink right now because I feel tension in my shoulders and I feel heat in my body. Interesting. Oh, my chest feels a little tight. My heart seems to be elevated. This is interesting. Now, this may sound super weird and silly to you, and that's okay. Do it anyway, because this is a step to your freedom. Okay. When we start to realize what is actually happening in our body, our body has so much information for us. And women, I know you because I was you. We have spent so much time avoiding sensation in our body, avoiding this by coping with alcohol. Because when you put alcohol on it, you can't pay attention to your body because we're numbing the whole process. Okay. So I want you to start assessing that. Okay. And then for those of you who are ready to go a little bit further, or maybe this is something you've already been working on, then I want you to just maybe one night, I just want you to feel them. Feel the yuck. Feel these emotions that we're calling yuck because yuck is a judgment, right? Feel that steaminess in your body. Feel the tension in your shoulder. Feel your heart racing. And I want you to sit with it. Go to your room. Go somewhere quiet. Go to your car. Get away from the other humans in your life. And I want you to sit in it and I want you to feel it, like really feel it. I promise you, you're not going to die. This is not going to ruin your life. This is, you're not going to lose a limb. You're not going to be in this pit of pain forever. And because that's what our fears are. We think, oh God, oh, here it comes. Oh, I feel this emotion. I want it to stop. I need to numb it out. Like this is too much because our fear is If I let this start to move through my body and I feel it, it's not going to stop and I'm going to be embarrassed or I'm going to cry in front of my kids. Well, first of all, we'll talk about that later, but you need to cry in front of your kids. They need to see that you have emotion so that they can feel free to express theirs. Okay. But I want you to feel it. I do not want you to question it right now. I don't want you to try to understand them and let me just be real vulnerable with you right now. And I try to be that way. If y'all have been listening for a while, I'm telling you, y'all know stuff about me that a lot of people don't because my closest humans to me, they don't even listen to this, right? So I got upset the other day by another human in my life. (laughs) And I came upstairs and you know, like I was like really mad. So like I kind of wanted people to know I was mad in a way. So I slammed my bedroom door. Okay. And then once I came in here, I just broke down and started crying. And my tendency has been, suck it up, Michelle. You're tough. Why are you crying about this? Like, what's going on in your body? Like, overanalyzing it now. I used to just cope, right? That was my beginning stages. I just coped and I just didn't want to feel it. Ignore, ignore, ignore. I don't want to feel this. Do something else. Make yourself busy. Go get on Facebook. You know, even after the drinking was over. So it's easy for us to drink wine, right? But I guarantee you, you're in situations in your life where you don't drink wine. You have to do something else, but you're coping. 
So this time, I really just allowed it to start flowing. I walked into my closet and I fell to my knees and just sobbed. Like, like making noise sob because I felt something that needed to come out. It was like there was this energy in my body that said, I want out of here. And I did not say a word. I did not talk this time. Sometimes I'll talk and I'll pray and I'll release in words because I'm very verbal. Sometimes I'll pray to God. And as I'm, you know, releasing emotions, I literally just cried and let this empty out of me. And it was only maybe five minutes or so. And then I just sat there for a minute, just kind of rescanned my body. And I'm like, okay, I'm all right. I'm good. And this was just a situation where I just got up and I finished. I actually had some laundry to put away and things like that. And then later I went back out in the hallway and my daughter said, did you slam the door earlier? And I said, I absolutely did. She goes, why? I said, because I was upset, but I'm good now. She's like, okay. So we think like they're even thinking it's a big deal. But I, I think I actually even told her like I did. And then I went in there and cried and I'm good now. Like I'm beginning to like tell my children my some of my processes. I mean, obviously they don't need to know everything, right? Because we're adults and we have bigger things going on in our lives than them. And we don't want to put pressure on them when it's not needed. But things like that, it's like, yeah, I was really upset. And then you, I didn't tell her why. She didn't need to know why. I just like I was upset and I went in there and cried and now I'm good. And I never went back and really overanalyzed it because sometimes that's not necessary. Okay. So I hope this helps. I hope this gives you some tips. Please come join me in the March Stop Drinking Boot Camp. It is um, two nights a week. Y'all know it's one-on-one -on -one coaching. You get that two times. We're in a group the whole time. There's a Facebook community. Six full weeks of full support. Check-ins. It's awesome. Tools that will last you a lifetime where you can create uh, healthy values, environments, and boundaries, and things in your life that you would have probably never even thought of that you can take in later. So go to bit.ly slash March Stop Drinking Boot Camp. See you there. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.